I'm Sequoia. And I'm Brooke. This is Love, Locks, and Vibes. Our weekly dating, relationship, and everything podcast. This week, we'll be talking about all that crazy stuff they got going on in Texas with the abortion bill and all that. But first, Brooke, how you doing? I think that I am just tired for forever. (laughs) But I am really tired and I don't feel like doing anything. Um, I'm on day two of a juice cleanse, though. Or no, I'm on day one. Sorry, I lied. Day one. In the big (laughs) one. So going into day two. I guess so. And it's only Tuesday and it was a short week. But um, Mm. Sequoia, how are you doing? (laughs) I am great life's good that is fantastic mm-hmm. i aspire to one day be great <laughs> you can get here brooke you too can be great <laughs> oh my gosh when when will it finally happen i don't know we're gonna pray about it um but i always go first like you said that one time so give your update first what you got going what you've been up to What's life like? Um, so I guess since the last episode, um, it was a three-day week, thank God, um, because I am so tired of work. Not tired of working in general, but I am just really tired of my job. I'm tired of the chaos of our office currently. Um, For those who don't know, my office is also a studio. So a lot of the event things that we build um, are all made in the office. And it's just been a lot of chaos um, because our studio manager was out who manages like everything. Um, and then also, um, because there was like some, there's like some big stuff happening because, uh, fashion week, uh, is next, next week. So New York fashion week is hectic for people who do events. And it's going to be in person, all in person. New York fashion week. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, everything that we have planned is definitely in person. But um, New York City is already um, 100%. You can't go into places without um, showing your vaccination card or showing on the app. There's an app that the state has. Um, And then to verify vaccinations, or I think the other option may be a negative COVID test within 72 hours. Um, So, um, but most of them are like, we need to see your vaccination card. A lot of them aren't really, I don't know. I I don't think a lot of places are filling or accepting um, the 72 hour COVID tests now that um, the FDA has fully approved the vaccine. Um, So anywho, yeah, they'll all be in person and it's just absolute chaos. I actually sort of flipped on everyone because I couldn't find something I needed for a project and everyone was just sitting there ignoring me and I hadn't been at work so I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. So I like sort of yelled and I was like, I am about to lose my freaking mind in this office. Where is my shit? Like, I need to know where this is. Does anyone have any idea? Can you please get up and help me to, to find it? 
before I lose my shit in this Y'all office. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. <laughs> it was like, it was a lot. And so everybody got up and like no one found it. And so then I just hired people to come in the next day to help organize the office. And that was like helping. And then there was like a glitter project and there was glitter everywhere. And that was really pissing me off. Every time there's a glitter project, just because for one, I was hired to focus on our um, sustainability and I have done that and I've done a damn good job at it. And our new creative director like doesn't seem to care about that because there's no reason why in 2021 we should be using glitter in our office. And I work on so many projects that are sustainable but glitter is everywhere and everlasting. So like some of the things that I have been working on have glitter on it. There's glue adhesive um, mm. everywhere in the office because there's a spray glue adhesive they use for this project. Um, so I don't know, it's just really been pissing me off. Um, and then, you know, our, um, we have the leftover storms from Hurricane Ida. Mm -hmm. um which i mean decimated uh transportation in this city and and also you know decimated some people's homes more people died um here on the east coast from ida than died in the southeast or i was gonna say the southeast that was not the southeast that is like the south middle <laughs> near the gulf of mexico oh lord um so more people um, even, you know, got injured then. It took me, um, my, the next day um, after the storms, um, there was literally like travel advisories saying, please don't take the train. The train had like was suspended in service because it had flooded underground so bad. And all of the lines were a mess. And then it was like, please do not drive because they were still flooding and they needed the, you know, the streets cleared for um, for emergency vehicles. So I text my boss that day, that morning, and asked what was the plan considering that there had been flooding. And he said, everyone needs to come to work. It's too chaotic. There's too much going on for anyone not to be there. That's so yes. crazy to me that people like. I mean, I guess y'all weren't there, right? When, cause your team, you know, was out. I guess you you guys had gotten furloughed when most of the stuff was going on with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. We got furloughed in that May, and then I got I came back in August. I just feel like there's no reason for uh, I know we've talked about this before and I know y'all do a lot at the studio and all of that and there is a reason for y'all to be in the office some days but I just don't believe that there is any reason that everybody has to be at the office every day like it's that's so ridiculous to me but I've always felt yeah. like that even pre-COVID like I've never I haven't worked at a since 20 12, 20, I think since 2012, I haven't worked in a job where I've had to go in the office every single day. And I don't ever plan to ever again. 
Yeah, it's really exhausting. So basically, he was like, take an Uber, put on the company card. So then I sent him a screenshot of the prices. It was $168 um, to take an Uber. So he's like, wait an hour. I waited two hours. And it's so funny because I spent the night, I was at Educated Bay's house and it was supposed to be his first day back at work and they canceled. They were like, no, don't, don't come. Like we're canceled, mm. which makes sense. I feel like a re any reasonable place um, would, but no, now I at least wanted to tell my interns not to come um, because I'm the person, I think I've explained I'm the person that hires like all the interns and handle, and handle everything, but nope. And everyone came to work. It took me a long time to come to work. I finally took an Uber and I felt bad because also, I don't know if y'all saw footage of like Grubhub drivers and people delivering in the midst of a flood and how much of a strain and how ridiculous it is that the gig economy, they can't even take a break. Yeah. And they're putting their lives in danger. Um, so I have, yeah so but i had to do it because my trains weren't even running and i'm expected to be at work like physically be there so i um take a car and the uber i was in got into a car accident guys what it wasn't bad it was a like box truck that was double parked and the Uber driver wasn't paying attention and he literally let the corner of that truck scrape the entire side of his vehicle. Oh. And he just kept going. He didn't stop. Until I was like, hey, uh, don't you think... For one, it startled me. I was scared. Obviously, the box truck's not injured. Right. Um, And then... I was like, hey, I think you have damage. So he just got out and looked in the mirror, you know, like the rear, the side view mirror, how to close in and close out. So he just popped it out and then kept going. And I didn't report him because he was like, he I, he was an um, older Asian man who didn't speak like any English at all. And I was just like, he's probably an immigrant. Like this might be his only way to make money. Like I don't mm. want to mess this up for him. So I just left it alone i was like i'm not even paying this is my company's money so i should leave him a 30 percent <laughs> tip and then that day i um caught the or after work i try to catch the train home and basically it took me um two hours to get home and the last train i was on caught on fire what so yeah 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 it was either it caught on fire or something on the tracks caught on fire everyone like got off the whole station was smoky we were running out of the tunnel or from underground like to get above ground and then i just walked home it was like a 30 minute walk from where i was so i just walked home um so needless to say i'm really over commuting to work the amount of hours that i lose for me commuting yeah. is it for me it's like just that time and just also like i want to commute closer like it was great when i was working um i used to do a lot of stuff for brooklyn mag brooklyn magazine and l magazine and their offices were obviously in brooklyn um and it was only like two stops on the train sometimes i would just walk it would be like a 30 minute walk but that's nice on a you know 
depending on what the day is it's like a 15 minute bike ride you know it's yeah. it was really close and really convenient um also just like the because of the pandemic there's more people obviously who were like homeless and addicted to drugs and things of that nature and they seem seem to all be right next to where my job is located now mm. so i have to like just deal with that every day um and it's just oh it's all just overwhelming like it's been really overwhelming so i've just been really really overworked um so all i can do i think is to just continue to suffer through it um continue working with my career coach um until i start applying for stuff like i found there are a couple of jobs that are out there like um nike is looking for a director of experiential marketing nice um in la <laughs> nice and you know who's gonna have an extra room you can stay in but go ahead um but they're also hiring an experience it's not a director role though it's just an experiential producer um at their new york office but I'm definitely like at the point in my career where I'm should be in director roles and um that's where that's- I am and it's <laughs> like there's this dissonance between wanting to apply like I want to apply and every now and then I'll get on and, and submit something but for some reason like I just haven't I just haven't prioritized applying for those roles even though I know yeah. that's where I should be I think for me, like where I am currently, I'm a senior event producer is my job title. Um, And the only, and again, it all varies by company, but the only place to really go at this point um, within my field is executive producer somewhere, which isn't really honestly that much different. It just depends on the agency or the company or whoever you're working for. Um, If you're, you know, client, if you're on the client side, and then the other option is, um, you know, director of events, associate director, director of this director and that senior director, like, um, so that's sort of where I am with that. Um, yeah, things with educated Bay and I are fine. Um, he did let me know. I think it was after we recorded that he is falling in love with me. Oh, <laughs> he finally said it. Um, but he didn't say I love you. Oh. You know, he said I'm falling in love with you. You won't get that man no credit for nothing. Yes, I do. So anyway, he said that. I met a whole bunch of his other friends. We're planning a trip together to Puerto Rico. Um, I'll say I can go to Puerto Rico, but y'all can't come to L.A. Okay. All right. Go ahead. He Finish. does not have any desire to go to L.A. and he hates California. He's like, I don't like California. It's I don't like culture. Him. I don't like him. Eh. Eh. I think you should totally break up with him. Like, this is just this blasphemy is too much. Um. So I don't know if I'll ever be able to get him to come there. Um. We don't like him either. So whatever. But also. Puerto Rico definitely has uh, <laughs> is definitely closer to a paradise than going to LA. 
<laughs> what? Ma'am, it's an island. Whatever, Brooke. Um, not so. Not with you today. So that's what's going on with that. Um, I have been. I think I also told you guys that I stopped um, taking my anti-anxiety meds, and I definitely have been more irritable than usual. Yeah, you cussing people out at work. I don't know if that is well. For one, I was already on the edge at work, regardless. Um, but you weren't cussing for, people out because you couldn't find something. Well, I mean, the office also wasn't as in much chaos. Um, but also, um, I don't know if that is because of the meds or also because I'm premenstrual this week and. While I used to not, like, get symptoms when I was younger, I'm definitely, like, the week before um, the period and leading up, um, I just, I am so impatient and I just, I'm just so irritable. So, that, um... You are, because you were kind of mean to me earlier this week, too. When? Are you talking about what we talked about yesterday? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, she went off on me on a text message. I have witnesses. You have a witness. <laughs> He's a doctor, so it's like totally <laughs> credible. <laughs> wow. 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 Wow, wow, wow. Um, I, no comment, people. No freaking comment on that. Um, oh, I guess I have something really cool coming up. Okay. Um, I got invited by the way at Educated Bay to the Botanical Gardens Gala, um, the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, um, to their fall gala, which is next week on the 14th. Nice. So I am excited about that. It'll be my first gala post COVID, um, it's outside, inside of the botanical garden. Nice. <laughs> so, um, and it's a, like, uh, again, in New York, you have to be fully vaccinated, but it's outside, you have to be fully vaccinated, and we'll be at a table with, um, I was going to say people we know, but people he know. Oh. <laughs> Y'all rubbing <laughs> elbows with the elite. Okay. I mean, so, but you know the Obamas, so I mean. Oh, here we go! It went from <laughs> Barack Obama following me to me knowing the Obamas, all of them, Michelle, <laughs> Malia, all of. Them. <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> um. So yeah. So anyway, I'm monitoring the. Um, I'm monitoring the irritability and all that kind of stuff um in my thoughts to make sure um i don't need uh to you know pop it on back on the on the meds but um yeah i guess that's all that's going on with me oh um me and my gal pals are like also doing paperwork to buy some property in dallas to have a place that we can collectively stay, but mostly that will just Airbnb out. So we you and who? Process. 
you my gal pals. are doing oh your your friends my gal pals mm-hmm. my best my best my my besties yeah i'm not included yeah. in this people i was not i'm a realtor I mean, i'm a whole realtor i bought real estate in texas and dallas but i'm not included but it's okay my feelings are not hurt um sequoia yeah, see, lives in la Sequoia lives in LA. You and live in, and so do both of them. And so you live but, in New York. So what and does also, that have to do with anything? Sequoia don't need no help to buy a house. Because Sequoia, tell us about your updates. <laughs> you really really? Just that's how you feel about it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um it's been good. So today uh, was day one of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. Yay. Did you I, survive? I did. It was good. It was really good. It was a pretty, They. I think they took it easy on us. Um, but uh, there's homework and there's, you know, work with a partner. So I got to call my partner and we have to do stuff and review stuff and all of that, thing, you know, all of that. So I'm, I'm really excited, though. I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be good and I'm looking forward to, um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I feel good about the program and, you know, it's cool. It's one of those, like, you have to apply for it and you have to, um, interview and all of this stuff to be accepted into it. So I'm, I'm really, you know, it makes me feel good. Like I've sometimes in business deal with imposter syndrome like many others but when you do stuff like this it like it feels better it makes you feel like you're actually really doing what you so set you out have to, do. to up, um have to apply for it you can't you don't get like nominated or anything you have to apply for it you have to um meet certain qualifications you have to be making a certain amount of money in your business um and you interview with the people. Um, you have to know your numbers. You have to understand why you want to be in the program, um, and then get selected. So there are only 26 people in our cohort. Um, lots of people apply. I don't know exactly how many people applied this particular um, session, but not everybody who applied got in. So it's a it's a cool thing and it's a great um network of people so i'm really really excited about it so there's that um what else what else what else um (laughs) if you don't get out of here with the what else ma'am come on with the story because i only got a i only got a little taste i only got the little mall sample i want the i want to buy the i want the entree now so, I'm in escrow for a house. I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited about that. I've been looking for a while. And it's funny um, because I had decided that I wasn't going to look anymore. Because I was like, I'm tired of this. I don't feel like doing this anymore. So, I'm just not going to look. Um, and I hadn't been. And something that day told me, you know, go go see. what, Just check. Just see what's on there. So, I went. Um just to see what was on there and I saw this little house come up and it was super cute and I was like huh that's cute but in the notes um it said that offers were due by noon that day 
and it was already after 5 p.m. at this point. So I was like, well, missed out on that one. And then something was like, you know what, just, just, just text her. Just text the, the realtor and see. And so I text her and I was like, hey, you know, I'm kicking myself because I'm just now seeing this. Hopefully for your sake, y'all have a ton of offers, but for my sake, are y'all accepting anymore? Um, and she was like, uh, you can put in a counter, you can put in an offer, we're, count, we're sending out counter offers. So you can put in an offer um, and we'll counter you and then you can come see it and then we can, you know, if, if it gets to be the highest offer or whatever the offers that they want to choose, then we can go from there. And um, I went and saw it and I fell in love with it. And, <laughs> and it was just, it was like it was meant to happen. Like it was one of those things where like, it just really had God written all over it. Um, it felt like me, like the house just felt like me. And I've already thought of all these awesome things I could do at the house. Um, <laughs> like it has this raised patio that comes off the, the back door. Um, and then it goes down, it has like three steps and goes down to another patio. And then it has this beautiful yard. And I was like, I can have plays there and like open mics and like all of this <laughs> stuff that I've already planned in my head about having at the, uh, there. And then I've already, um, in my head, like I write, so I have a couple script ideas that are in different phases. Um, but for one of the scenes that I have written for uh, this web series that I'm working on, I was like, I could do that there. And it was like this scene that I wanted to do um, at a restaurant, but the way it's set up, I was like, I could just do that there and make it look like it's a, a fancy restaurant because my backyard is that freaking nice. So I'm super it excited. It is. I saw the pictures, guys. It's cute. It actually looks like a little, like you could set up like a little outdoor bistro or like yeah. something like that. It's, it's cool. So I'm super excited about that. Um, so there's that. Um, one of my friends, since, you know, I do have friends, they just, you know, they don't buy property with me, but, um, one of my friends <laughs> is in, <laughs> you don't LA. even want your friends to buy property with you. Whatever. They don't ask. <laughs> Nobody asks. So, I mean, I might've, and I'm again, a whole realtor, a whole realtor could have helped with everything, but no, that's okay. Cool. Whatever. I mean, anyway. we haven't looked at anything yet. We're still trying to get, we're working with the lender, a lender. Yeah. Not only that, I got money and could contribute, but that's okay. Whatever. That's how much they dislike me. They were like, she has money. Wow. We don't even really want to be bothered with her like that, but whatever. Anyway, anyway. While we're doing this, so, uh, Sequoia, when's the last time that you uh, hung out with any of said friends? When's the last when time any of said friends hung out with me? This is a two-way street. You've been invited. When is the last time said friends have hung out with me? Because I also invited y'all over here, so. But that was after you committed to meeting us somewhere else. When, so. I, was, when I had strep throat that time? When I was sick? And that time? When I had a fever? All that right. time? Oh, okay. All right. So, so anyway. Okay. Anyway pupil um <laughs> one of my good friends who actually likes me 
uh, has moved to Los Angeles. She's been here for a little bit, and I didn't know because I was gone, and then I came back, and we realized both of us were here. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So we met up with another friend um, this weekend, and we started reading uh, this book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and it's actually really, really good. Um, And it's cool to have friends who invite you into the fold and want to do things with you and be a part of you and so um, I really enjoy the fact that I was invited to participate in this with them and so I'm thankful so thank you friends um, for inviting me Um, but yeah it's super cool they're actresses as well and so um, you know we're really focusing on trying to do what we need to do to make you know our next moves, our best moves. So. Mm-hmm. 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 That sounds exciting. Yeah, it's all good stuff. So, uh, you're just gonna try to skip over your romantic life? Huh? You're just gonna try to skip over your romantic life? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it is called Love, Locks, and Vibes? Yeah. The all love those, is first for a reason. Uh, the love is good, the locks are good, and the vibes are good. All of it's good. Um, We're going to need a little bit more detail. No, because every time I tell y'all something, I don't know if somebody got... I, I don't know who has my voodoo doll out there but like y'all y'all be messing with it and doing stuff that well, don't we don't have to name them you can at least tell us something you already told us something last week okay it's going really well um it's exciting and it's sweet and nice and wholesome and awesome and all of that stuff and he gets me and he doesn't trip out when I like have my weird girl moments when I'm like but what happens if this and what da, 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 da? And, and when I go into all those mental spins about the future and all of that stuff like he doesn't it doesn't scare him away or make him feel any kind of way or whatever um he's just like no I I get you I can see when you're like he pays attention to me and he's like you know that's just how your brain works and so that's fine there's nothing wrong with that um and like to have somebody that's like that's just who you are and that's okay and like we're good and like I've learned you because you're important to me and so I've paid attention to understand when you're you know if you're about to spiral and when you're about to spiral and you know let you say what you're saying and pull you on back so that's pretty cool Nice, nice. Is the chemistry cooking up? Yeah, I like him. I think he's dope. Well, guys, I am starting to hope it doesn't work out because she is Do being I, see, that's so what, no, vague. No, because anytime I've said anything about anybody on here, like it, things will be going well, and then I'll what? mention them, and then it goes to shit so i'm just trying to i feel like this is the first person that you've been dating i would say consistently that's local you mentioned biker bay last true you mentioned biker bay last time but biker you never even saw him y'all never even met 
in person. Y'all just were communicating via phone. I was dating people before I moved. Yeah, but man, listen, we talked about, listen, we talked about, we had an episode where we talked about DMV dudes. Yeah, I mean, but you can't, like, you can't say, oh, you haven't dated anybody local, and then I'm like, no, I have, and then you're like, no, that doesn't count. Well, I, because I'm specifically talking about L.A., because also, in, when you were in the DMV, every, like, your plan was to move, so anybody that you met, that you dated, they knew that you were about to leave, and I feel like that can change the way you approach the situation, because it would definitely change the way I would approach a situation, a dating situation. I mean, perhaps, but there have been people that I've met here that I've talked about. There was a guy, I don't know, there are probably people that didn't get even honorable mention because it didn't go anywhere, so. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that you've consistently seen that's local. and that Yeah, is- but you're saying that, like, I haven't been dating anybody local. I'm just saying that I have dated people that were local. The only person that... I've dated since I've been here that wasn't local was DM Bay and that wasn't intentional. That just happened. Fine. Guys, well, since Sequoia won't tell us or give him a name, y'all let us know what you want to name him. Hit him hit us do up. Do not, do not, do <laughs> hit, not hit us up at lovelocksvibes at gmail.com. Happy in my like <laughs> Don't name him, because I promise every time somebody gets named, it turns into trash. Please don't. I can't believe <laughs> that you're equating that with the with the pod. Uh, all I'm saying is that every time I've met somebody and it's been great and I've been excited about them, I've come to the show, I've talked about them, and what went from being really great turned to trash really quickly. This person is the first person that I haven't come and said, oh, this is great. Let's let's talk about him. And then, you know what I mean? Even like Chef Bay was local. Even, you know what I mean? There are other people that were local and I, I, we named them. And then after we named them, it just went nowhere. So I'm just trying to protect what I, what I value. So that's all. Fine. I mean, just because you've been dating somebody for a year. Just give me a little time. Oh, yeah. We celebrated a little one-year thing. But I wasn't feeling good, so it didn't really last long. I actually wasn't happy. It was like a year in October, though, right? It's not a year now, is it? Our first date was September 5th. It was a year. So we celebrated on September 5th. Okay. Well, we attempted to. So y'all celebrated your first date? Are y'all going to... Is that what y'all are going to consider your anniversary? Or are you going to consider your anniversary the day that you actually became a couple? Um, I don't know. I just really wanted to celebrate. I was like, we've been knowing each other for a year. And he gave like a really phenomenal toast. And that made me want to cry. And I was Aww. mad that my toast wasn't that good. Because I have imagined if we were married and what our vows would be. And I was like, my vows would be the shit. I was like, I'll have not a, I'll have a, a not a dry eye in the room. Um, but Would I be invited to the wedding? Because I feel like. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Like, I don't, sometimes I don't understand like. 
she's really showing out, y'all. She is really showing out. Y'all have seen how she treats me. I'm just saying, like, it's not an unreasonable question. Let's see it is. And she still didn't answer. <laughs> for the record, so cool. you would probably be in my wedding. Aww, thank you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, um. And then he kept asking me, um, we had a conversation and he was like, I want to ask you a serious question. And I was like, okay, what? And he said, um, would you have my baby? He's like, I'm not saying like today. He's like, but in the future, like if you got pregnant by me, would you keep it and have my baby? Like, would you be happy? And I was like... (laughs) Boy, put a baby in this baby. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, why are you tripping? I did not say all of that. Mm-hmm. But you thought it though. I, so, I, I, <laughs> la- I, I laughed and I said, because um, he really wanted it to be a serious question. And I was like, if I get you pregnant, are you going to keep it? And he's like, never mind, never mind, never mind. He got he got upset. And I was like, yes, of course, I would keep the baby. And of course, I would be fine if we had a baby. Yeah, I mean, I think that's actually a pretty good segue. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking, I mean, we're both from You know, I'm not even going to say I'm from Texas right now because I'm, like, not okay with it. I was born in California, so I'm going to hold on to that for a minute. But we both grew up in Texas. And (laughs) Texas got a lot going on right now from the way that they're handling COVID to the way they're handling this gun stuff and to these abortion right issues. Um, And so... I just, I don't even know where to begin. Um, so, Brooke, you can kind of take it away with that. Um, like, where, where do we even begin with that? Like, the, the <laughs> I, I mean, listen, for one, this is like very on brand with the trajectory of the GOP right now um, in like all the southern states. This is sort of in their agenda. They want to um try to get roe versus wade um thrown away um now that the supreme court isn't as equal as it was before um with um you know with conservatives and um liberals but the fact that it can be up like that it was like this will remain for now until i think that's like the rules of it all this will remain for now until um we find out until like it can be investigated further which is crazy so to be to clarify for those who might not know what's going on so and brooke correct me if i'm wrong okay so they've they're basically taking away people's liberties right and they're saying that at six weeks um if at six weeks you're no longer eligible to have an abortion and not only that it, not only are they saying that's illegal but they're also saying that anyone who aids and supports you in getting an abortion from the uber driver to the doctor can be sued um for supporting the woman and getting an abortion which is absolutely like all of it's insane right and if you think about it six weeks is an insane time because 
most women have their cycle every four weeks, right? And that's if you're regular. If you're irregular, then that's a whole other set of issues, right? But if you're regular, you have it every four weeks, you'll be late, which means that you're, you know, a few days later. And, and you can, every four weeks, and that's not even to say that you can't be a couple days late here and there or a couple days early, right? So you might be a couple days late and not even realize it. And that would take you into five weeks, right? And by the time you even realize that you're pregnant, realize what's going on, you wouldn't have time to do anything um, and to, you know, take whatever action you feel comfortable taking for you. Um, and that's just not, you know, I, it's just not fair. And I, um, I just, I think that's wrong for a number of reasons. Uh, I mean, it's very wrong. I, I it was heartbreaking for me to, um, listen to healthcare workers there that work at various clinics. For one, let's also not forget that there were only like six clinics in the whole state of Texas where you could get abortions at this time because of another law that happened a few years ago, I think when Rick Perry was governor, um, that he passed that closed several of the um, clinics that offered abortions um, years ago. So you already, depending on where you lived, had to travel pretty far to get um, any kind of um, women's care. Um, so there's that. Um, but it was also just really heartbreaking to listen to these nurses and doctors who had to let all of these people know um that made it to the clinic because not everyone follows the news yeah. um not everyone has access to you pretty much need access to cable to watch the news live not everyone has access to wi-fi um and on top of that um having an abortion isn't free so like the financial burden of that alone um is traumatic so to like tell these people that they have no choice in having to make them leave the clinic um it's 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 been a lot some of them are wanting to walk away it's it's too much mentally for them um also on top of that um as sequoia mentioned if anyone helps them go across state lines um, which I think the only state you could go to is Louisiana out of the neighboring states. I could be wrong. There might be places in Oklahoma. Um, I am really unsure about New Mexico, but I know typically people go to Louisiana. Um, mm -hmm. There was like another time I remember being like in college and something happened. And I know someone that drove to Louisiana to get um, an abortion. Um I've, I've heard so many, I've seen so many different theories online and I think that like all of them are correct and so many different explanations um, on policing women's bodies and what women do with their bodies. Um, again, like my favorite one is a man could have sex with a hundred women right. in one year, get them all right. pregnant. A right. woman can have sex with a hundred men and could still only have one pregnancy right um but yeah we're policing one. women and not men and i think the thing too the thing that 
irritates me about all of it because I think with some of those Christians get this super bad rep and it's not everybody, right? I'm Christian, but I don't believe that creating laws to stop someone from doing what you feel is against the Bible. I don't, I don't understand why people feel like that's the way to go. Cause it's not about the laws. It's about your person to me. It's about your personal relationship, right? So me as a Christian, not getting an abortion because I couldn't, but I wanted to, because if you read the Bible, they say, or you know, the, the theology says that even thinking about it is as bad as doing it in many cases, right? So if I thought about abortion, that's as bad as me doing it, right? From a Christian and a spiritual standpoint. But stopping someone from doing something because of the legality of it, to me, is a step too far. Because that doesn't, if it's about the relationship with God and making sure that person doesn't go to hell and whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't believe that laws should be meant to to make people adhere to Christianity. It, we left, not we, I'm not gonna say we, they left <laughs> England to flee religious persecution, yet we do the same things to people here. We, we create these laws based on religion, which is just insane to me. And I think that yeah. there's a difference between being pro-choice and being pro-abortion um, and being pro-death, because I think some people think that too. Um, and there's a difference there. You can be pro-choice and decide that, like for me, you're looking at me crazy. Like, you know. Well, because you said pro-death. I was like, what? What is pro-death? <laughs> no, because some people feel like that. They feel like abortion, if you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-choice, that means that you're pro-death and pro, you know, wanting somebody to go have an abortion and kill a child, which is the the extreme side of what people who are against it say, right? Oh, okay. And so for me, I can't see myself personally having an abortion outside of there being some medically necessary reason. Um, I'm also 37, and I also know, like, at this point, if I got pregnant of my own accord of something that I was doing that wasn't rape or, you know, something like that, then, you know, it just kind of is what it is at this point for me, right? Um, I don't look at abortion as birth control, but I think there are many reasons why somebody would want an abortion. And even if they just chose to use that as a form of birth control, that's their right to do that. It's their body. And I don't feel like it's fair to create laws like that in instances like that for very personal decisions. It's just not fair, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I will say, for one, like, yes, everything has the mystic, the mystique as um, it has something to do with religion or something like that. But this is all about power. And I think like that it's always been about men having power over women and their bodies. Um, there were women back in the day who would be abused their husband. Like it was fine if your husband hit you, like, you know, not too long ago, less than a hundred years ago, no one, you know, 
turn a blind eye to a man that was beating his wife and you could be in a very bad violent situation and you know get pregnant by that person right when you were planning to leave and then financially you have to depend on them or people getting you pregnant because women couldn't work there's like all of these there's all these weird fucking power dynamics behind this um and honestly why someone gets abortion is an abort an abortion is none of my damn business right. i feel like it's a very difficult decision i feel like it's something that puts you there it's something that um puts your body it's you know it can be traumatic on your body depending on when how whatever it can be whatever on your mental health if anyone is in a situation where they feel like that's what they need to choose i'm gonna trust them to make that best decision for themselves um i've, I've heard different things I don't, I've heard a lot of different things about um, what <laughs> what this law is really about because I, nothing is as um, transparent as it seems. Yes, they definitely want to get Roe versus Wade um, overturned or um, deleted or erased or whatever. I don't know the, pr- the proper uh, repeal. There we go. I don't know the correct term. Um, but there's like a bigger reason why. Also just like um oh, i would hate to i hate to quote a um a tyler perry movie but when he redid um uh for color girls there is a scene where macy gray is a um woman that i guess does abortions at her house with a hanger um there have been there's been several people yeah. who um I mean, there's there's several ways to get an abortion. So either it can be done safely where everyone is safe or it can be done where like people die and it's really bad and people get infected and they have to be admitted to hospitals. And that's going to be a whole nother thing, because if that happens, then it's going to be like the police are showing up and then this is depressing. Um, Yeah, it's just it puts people at far more danger, right, to take away the right to legally, ethically, and safely provide that service. Um, it, it's just, it's the alternative, like you said, it's people doing stuff that's not safe and, you know, or yeah, just doing stuff that's not safe, doing things that could harm the baby, do, you know what I mean? And then, you also take it to the point of as black women and as you know women of color in general a lot of times we're in socioeconomic socioeconomic situations that don't allow for high levels of care anyway right and so then you have that situation right and then you have the fact that we also regardless of socioeconomic level Um, have disparities in health treatment. In Los Angeles, Black women are um, four times more likely than our white counterparts to die in childbirth, regardless of your Mm -hmm. socioeconomic level, right? So you add socioeconomic issues on top of that, um, and it just creates a really bad situation. And then you look at the fact that, you know, we you know some of us might not be in it like you said there there are financial implications to it right we might not be able to afford a child right 
And so you're trying to take away our ability to provide a situation for us that makes the most sense for us. Then we're not able to afford a child. And then you're taking away or trying to take away opportunities for unemployment and opportunities for um, welfare and, and different relief and aid. And it's like, what is this really about? Because if it's really about you know, the child and life and, and your pro-life, then be pro-life, go all in, right? Like make sure that that child has what it needs to be okay. And make sure that even if it's not, you know, I, I could see where people are like, oh, it's giving away free money and socialism and all that. I, I, that's a whole thing. But even if you are against socialism, even if you do have an issue with that, what about programs that like making access to the things that are needed easier, right? I don't think everybody is just sitting around at the house waiting on a check. Some people really do want to work. Some people really do want better for themselves. They want a better job than they're currently capable of getting. But not everybody is able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Not everybody has straps and not everybody even has boots. So like you want people to like, like, I don't know, like, I, it just, it, it's really frustrating. It's really sad. And it's really like, it's just wrong. In yeah, my and opinion. And the other thing is, if you don't want people to have abortions, then make um, birth control more accessible. Like, why do we need prescriptions to get certain type of birth control? Why isn't birth control free? Um, mm -hmm. Why is it not? Why is it not easily accessible? Also, I already know the answer to this, because there was, I think it was BuzzFeed or someone post, maybe it was Huffington Post. There was um, a um, a male birth control, which makes way more sense um, for there to be male birth control. It also makes sense for men to be able to have vasectomies because they're they're easily reversible um, for men as well. But um, that birth control study um, got ended after the like second round because men were complaining about the side effects of the birth control do you right. want to guess what the side effects were sequoia i know whatever they were they couldn't be worse than the side effects that we have it wasn't it was like nausea cramping tiredness weight gain <laughs> mm. this this was it and so it got scrapped meanwhile women be getting whole ass blood clots from birth control. My hair was exactly. coming out of my head from birth control. I lost, my hair was coming out of my head. I was getting Sometimes sick you, and I was getting dizzy. Like I, I, I had to stop cause I just couldn't, my body was like not uh, good. I know people whose uterine lining had just built up and built up and built up and they, it never like was shedding. And so then they had like one pain, painful like shedding where they bled to death. So, um, Oh my God. I, well, they didn't, none of them bled to death because they told me about it, but they almost <laughs> bled to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's exhausting. I read one theory that about uh, what it's about is wanting to have more white babies um, because white women um, are like, you know, focused on their careers and, you know, they've been out in the workforce for a long time and they're making more money than men and all of this. And 
I've heard that it's about that because then that will also really stop poor white women from being able to have abortions. Um, and yet they these are people who still keep voting against their interests. Um, well, so. you know what? That's interesting, though, because um, I thought about that. Right. The idea of voting against their interests and why they do that. But if you think about it, for most households that are not black, the man often is the highest earner. Um, I think white women have higher, um, oh, I can't think of the, the term, their net worth is a lot, is higher in some instances because of family. Um, but for a lot of them, the, the man is still the earner, right? And so if you are voting for things that are in alignment with him, on some level, you are voting for what's in alignment with your best interest. And it's a really weird thing to say um, because we don't, our experience is much different. And so, um, but that's just from having had conversations with different people and understanding it from a different standpoint for them, I don't think that they see it as voting against their best interest. I don't care how they see it. It's like, here we are. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say about it. I mean, it matters how they see it, right? Because they're the ones that are voting, right? And so understanding why they vote the way they do is the key to having a conversation with someone and perhaps, and not trying to change somebody's mind or, or whatever, but just having a reasonable conversation and gaining understanding of of why we do what we do and the impact that it has on others and maybe just maybe you have a conversation with somebody and just explain the impact and explaining that impact will cause them to think differently or you know perhaps make different decisions in the future yeah i um definitely am of the tribe that say it's definitely not my responsibility to have uh, conversations with white people and try to change their mind. Now that it's white people's job, so uh, the white people who know better need to teach other white people how to do better. And I will continue um, to <clears throat> do that uh, where it applies for me. <laughs> but I'm I'm not. It's not up to me to try to convince um, white people to vote in their best interest as a woman. Um, that is up to other white women to hold other white women accountable because best believe if a white woman came to me talking to me about um something about being black and voting whatever i i would have i just i wouldn't listen <laughs> would not listen at all see and i think that's and and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day um I think maybe because I have the other pod and I literally have conversations with people about all kinds of stuff related to diversity and equity and inclusion and all of that stuff, my perspective is going to be different. So we can talk about that at another time. Um, yeah, we can talk but about yeah. that at another time. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast, we know what you think about Texas and um, 
Yeah, I just hate what is happening on the land that, you know, my ancestors gave their lives for to take care of because my family is definitely from, you know, Louisiana and Texas. Um, so, yeah, um, it's really, really quite sad. Um, and for y'all who are out there, send us a message. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know your thoughts. How do you feel about this? Do you think it's right? Do you think it's wrong? Um share your thoughts be open um we're against it i think we're against it for different reasons but we're definitely open to hearing what you think i'm probably more open to uh <laughs> to different yeah i honestly opinions. if your opinion is opposing i'm definitely not open to it i don't want to hear it and fuck you wow um i can't say that your opinion will sway me but i'm definitely open to hearing opinions that might differ from my own and having a conversation about it so um send something over (laughs) if you feel but i hope Um, sequoia's checking the inbox that day (laughs) lord y'all know she she off her meds so um (laughs) wow this is what we're doing in 2020. You already like you are you 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 she's she's a little testy. But um anyway <laughs> As if I wasn't that way before the pod or before the meds. No, you I mean I'm just saying your opinion is one thing. That's not I'm not saying that your opinion is different. I'm saying your reactions are a little testy. But anyway, um so Brooke. <laughs> The people are going to email us. You don't have to worry about it. I'll check. Um, tell us what 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 uh what, what you is it the vibe first or what you doing for self care? We haven't done this in so long. I don't even remember. We just said last week. <laughs> How this works. Uh, for self care this week, um, child, I'm talking to my therapist. Recommended two new therapists for me because I think I mentioned I'm. Wait, I want to see um, a therapist in person. So I plan on reaching out with them, reaching out to them. I have to, um, I'm going to wait until I have like my last session with her, uh, which should be this Thursday. I don't know if it's my last session, but my next session with, with her. Um, I, there was a whole mess with, um, you know, my insurance just changed. And I use, I'm not going to call it out, but I use a, um, a, what is it called? Telehealth company mm-hmm. to communicate. Well, mm-hmm. my previous, I didn't know they could do this. My previous, previous insurance company just deleted my telehealth account with no, like, no, no, like warning, no nothing. So then I'm getting all these messages, but I can't do anything with it. And it's like, your account's been canceled. To find out that it's all because I have different health insurance. So I had to set up a whole new profile as a whole new person. Your health information does not uh, um, shift over. There's no way for me to carry it over. I have to print something out and send it via snail mail or get like it's just it's a whole mess. So basically it just put a damper in everything. But I guess like. I'll be talking to my therapist um, and then sending, uh, moving some stuff over. I'm doing this uh, juice cleanse and hoping it, it will make me feel better. I still have like some health stuff um, going on. Um, 
so I'll keep you guys updated. I'm just doing five days. Um, today, again, was day one. Um, and I want to say I'm going to run and do yoga, especially because I want to look good um, at this gala. And I feel like my boobs are getting bigger. Um, and I don't want that. So I'm going to, you know, try to do some stuff to, to keep these jokers down. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Sequoia? What are you doing for self-care? So I mentioned that I was reading um, with some friends of mine who have invited me to partake in this journey with them, um, this book called The Artist's Way. And so she has a thing that you do in the mornings, and it is um, called Morning Writings. And so you essentially just free write three pages every day. It's journaling, but not like not as coherently as you would write in a journal, but just free writing whatever comes to your mind um, each morning. And so um, I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be really good for me. I noticed um, a few things came up for me with buying the house, um, feeling guilty about buying the house, feeling guilty about the cost even though I can afford it because I know um, that I'm in a different space than other people that I know and just really feeling really guilty about that and I don't know why I feel guilty about that but trying to figure that out and I talked to my therapist about that today um, and just trying to figure that piece out like um, that whole thing and so working through that still going to therapy of course um, so that's what I'm doing for self-care obviously still working out with my trainer actually enjoying working out now um, that's cool and yeah that is cool yep I also oh another thing I was having a really hard time with my schedule being so busy and increasingly busy this week because of the program uh, the Goldman Sachs program I started ordering Blue Apron again and so super excited about that because it's like forcing me to meal prep. So I bought some stuff um, to supplement and then the Blue Apron and because it's just me and I honestly don't ever really eat a whole meal anyway. I'll tend to just, you know, eat half of the meal and then eat the rest later. So I, th I think this is going to work really well. So I'm excited to see how oh, it's going to work. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Why uh, did you pick... A blue apron opposed to like any of the other ones is it just because you used them before so it was like some familiar familiarity I like blue apron better than the other ones that I've used because I've used I've done freshly before I've done um but freshly you don't cook it just comes I know breath. there were a couple others that I've done I've done like three okay. other ones um I'm trying to think of the other names freshly was the only one I can remember but I've done like three other ones. I've done like a vegan one. I've done like, you know, some other ones, uh, Green Chef and some other stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Blue Apron for me had the meals that just kind of most appealed to me and had a little bit more flexibility in terms of what I actually enjoy eating. And so um, that's why I chose that one. Got it. What's your yeah. vibe of the week? Um, I am, 
<laughs> again not sure how to put this into a singular word but the idea that comes up for me when I think of how I want to spend my week is you know they say you you know how do you eat an elephant right you can't just eat the whole elephant right you'll like you, it, it seems impossible it seems like an impossible task right but you eat an elephant one bite at a time sorry all I can hear is that plane <laughs> it was so loud in your background, you didn't hear it? Okay. So uh, the thing that comes up for me is the idea of um, how do you eat an elephant, right? And like, you can't eat a whole elephant. You have to take it one bite at a time. And so right now I was starting to feel pretty overwhelmed by uh, new responsibilities of, of my week and my life and all of that stuff. Um, and I'm just one bite at a time vibes. If that's a thing, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh. I find, yeah, I don't know. I, I find like just kind of taking it one day at a time, one step at a time and just allowing that to be okay and not like trying to think 20 steps ahead because I spend a lot of time trying to think 20 steps ahead. And so I'm just trying to today. <laughs> Right now, this minute, and that's okay. So whatever that winds up as is a vibe, that's <laughs> that's what it is for this week. <laughs> How about you? I don't know. I'm really um, pessimistic right now. Like I'm doing that stuff for self care. Um, but I'm like I don't know. I'm just going through something. Um, so, I don't know, my vibe of the week is we'll make it through, make it through vibes. <laughs> that sounds so defeatist. I'm just exhausted. I really am. I'm really so exhausted. I'm exhausted. Like, it's, I'm just overwhelmed by everything. So, rest. Have some rest vibes and peace and... But rest is like rest. not realistic this week because next week is New York Fashion Week. It's like this week is already about to be really crazy. I feel like I'm going, it's going to be like a whole issue when I try to leave work early um, next week for the gala and everything. So, so we've talked about this before, but there's that whole allows to quote that says when you are anxious you're living in the future when you're depressed you're living in the past and none of that right now is you living in this moment so center yourself close your eyes close your eyes i'm trying to figure out eyes right now See, but I, but i bet if your besties had told you to close your eyes okay i'm gonna let you go Brooke, because you <laughs> you having a day and i'm not gonna let you rain on my parade because i'm not trying to rain on your parade i'm not trying to rain on your parade at all all right Uh, peeps (coughs) hit us up man we in these streets on the social media in the email lovelocksvibes at gmail.com at lovelocksvibes that's where we at uh okay bye Peace in the Middle East and, you know, boycott Drake. Bye.